haters kill me with that cue for a big girl mess. You catch me slaying with my thick thighs and big old breasts. I'm so relentless when I'm rocking my fitted dress. They yelling jazz if you waxing who did it best. Mama from Houston, Texas, daddy he wasn't around. You mix that henny with that coke and now you're turned up now. If you don't like it, yo man like it, so he come around. He fell in love with that cake, he diabetic now. I ain't tripping if you're going not to eat without me tough. I got Twinkies all in my bag. Swag, beaming, you want it, want it. Big girls be on it, on it. Sing with my thick ass surprise, bitch, you know it, know it. Crank on them haters, haters. Stay getting that paper, paper. Margarita on ice and no need for no chaser. I go hard, I go hard. Claim what's mine, claim what's mine. I go hard, I go hard. Claim what's mine, claim what's mine. Cause I slay, cause I slay. Big girl slay, big girl slay. Cause I slay, cause I slay. Big girl slay, big girl slay. Welcome back to Big Girl Slay. This is episode 472. Thanks for coming back as always. How was everyone's week? Good, I hope. Mine went by really fast. It was crazy. PSA, do not invest in Amazon Prime. It will become an addiction. There will be boxes on your door every other day, if not every day, and you'll just be on there. Stuff pops up that you never know you need it, but as soon as you see it, you need it. And it'll be here tomorrow. Shit, say no more. Add to cart. Don't do it. It's a scam. Also, if you haven't already, do me a huge favor and follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. All three are at Big Girl Slay. Like the page on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and rate me five whole golden stars in Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And finally, head on over to patreon.com slash biggirlslay. If you would like to monetarily support Big Girl Slay, you can donate as little as $1 a month. So head on over and check that out. I guess it's time to start the show. Well, that's over. It's canceled. Recently... Someone dug up a prom picture of Moneybag Yo, which they promptly put on the internet in an effort to slander his date. Now, she's a plus-size girl. She's dark-skinned. She isn't the standard of beauty, I guess you would say. And they thought it would be funny, I guess, to put it on the internet. A lot of comments were, oh, he thought we wasn't going to find this, and oh, explain this, and blah, blah, blah. Like, what? I don't understand what's funny about it. And to Moneybag Yo's credit, I really hate his name. But to his credit, he did get on the, he did get on the internet and say, that's my prom date. She's a beautiful black queen, whatever, whatever, singing her praises. But to you raggedy, ignorant, immature bastards that got on the internet trying to slander this girl because, oh, look, she big, she darsky, and I would never go to prom with someone like Y'all are canceled and trash. Yes, his prom date was big. Yes, his prom date was dark-skinned. And what about it? I know you got an auntie or your mama or your sister or your cousin or somebody to look just like her. And if it was one of them on the internet being slandered, you would be in your feelings. But because it's a stranger and you don't know her and he's famous now, so it's okay to slander random people from his past, you put it on the internet and make jokes about it. Garbage. Worry about yourself and what you're doing and who you went to prom with. He's clearly not bothered by it. He went to prom with her. There's a picture. 
It is so crazy to me. The world is filled with men who cannot wait to hop on the internet and slander random women that they could never pull in the first place. Society really has y'all believing that fat women will be with anybody who blinks in their direction. And I am here to tell you, it's not true. You will get curved. You will get embarrassed. And then it's going to turn into, oh, you fat and ugly any fucking way. No, I'm not. You just mad because you got curved. Fat women are not the desperate souls you think they are. Stop getting online, slandering big women just because you can, I guess. You get some sick enjoyment out of it. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why it's funny. Like, he went to prom. I understand that big girls aren't everybody's cup of tea, believe me, but why you have to get on the internet and slander her, I don't understand. This lady, you know how many years it's been since she's been to prom? She might have kids, and here y'all are on the internet slandering their mama just because she's dark-skinned and big. Garbage. And the wildest part to me is, what is he supposed to do? go into fucking witness protection or some shit because he went to prom with a big girl? Like, what did you think bringing this picture up was going to do? You think he's going to end his career? You think he's going to be too embarrassed to make music anymore or something? I'm confused. What is the point? Why is it funny? So any and everybody who's on the internet making fun of this girl for being who she is and the fact that she went to prom with somebody who is now famous is canceled and garbage. Do better. Like, I know y'all won't, but damn. At least try. In a shocking turn of events, a police officer is being canceled. I know I said I was going to stop. Did I say I was going to stop? I don't know, but I can't go out. Police are such garbage human beings, and they wonder why there is no trust in communities for police officers, because a vast majority of them are garbage. A San Antonio police officer by the name of Matthew Luckhurst was fired from his job after giving a homeless man a sandwich with feces, also known as shit. He gave a homeless man a shit sandwich. So he's just a terrible person for the sake of being a terrible person. There is no reason to give a homeless person a sandwich filled with feces He's already homeless and you're already asking him to move from somewhere. I assume he was calling a home for the time being and to add insult to injury. You give him a sandwich filled with dog shit. It doesn't get any more garbage than that. Like he needs to be punched in the face several times. It's disgusting, degrading and unnecessary. Like what was the reason in the infamous words of Cardi B? Why would you need to do that? So he was fired for this, which (laughs) blew my mind. Like I thought they was going to give him a promotion for doing some shit like that, but he was fired. He appealed the decision and won because there's some dumbass code that prevents law enforcement from punishing an officer for conduct that happened more than 180 days before they're disciplined which is the dumbest shit I have ever heard. Why is that even a rule? And when are officers disciplined? (laughs) They out here killing people and getting off. So discipline, give me a fucking break. He got his job back, not because he didn't do anything wrong, but because it was more than 180 days from when the incident happened. Are you kidding me? 
there's a police officer <laughs> like this has got to be some sort of sick joke and this is not the only shit related incident with this cop apparently him and a, another officer who is clearly a terrible person as well took a dump in the woman's bathroom intentionally did not flush and then smeared brown stuff around the toilet so it looked as though there was feces on the toilet as well like what the fuck is wrong with this man he does not need to have a gun or a badge he doesn't protect and serve anyone he is a menace and he was given his job back on a technicality so he can go out there and make hell for even more people this is disgusting the State of policing in America is absolutely abysmal. Not only is he harassing defenseless homeless people who are down on their luck, he is also harassing fellow police officers who I'm sure are garbage. But like, does this seem like a stable man? Does this seem like somebody who needs to be on the police force? Technicality or not, he needs to not be a police officer period. Matthew Lockhurst, you are disgusting. You're canceled and you are a garbage human being. You need to go get counseling. I don't know what happened in your youth. I don't know what led you to this state, but you need fucking help immediately. Nothing about giving a homeless man a sandwich with shit in it is funny. Nothing about smearing brown stuff over a toilet and not flushing it is funny. What are you, fucking 13 in a frat house? Get help. And the fact that the police aren't making him get help, like, clearly something is wrong with him. But, oh, give him a badge and a gun because it was more than 80 days. The fuck out of here. That is just, ugh. That actually wraps up Cancel by this episode, and we don't have any side eyes. Way to go. Uh, 2020 is kind of looking up. Y'all aren't being ass trash, I guess. I don't know. It's time for Big Girl Problems. People love to say, oh, I'm just concerned about your health. That is the number one excuse people use when they get called out for slandering, harassing, bullying, body shaming fat people. They love, love, love to say, oh no, I'm just concerned, you know, what if you get diabetes or high blood pressure, you know, the number one killer is body fucking blah and hoopli ha, whatever the fuck. Y'all love saying that. Let me tell you why that's a whole ass lie. When fat people start losing weight, nobody's like, oh, I wonder if you're losing weight in a healthy way. They're always like, oh, you look so good. What are you doing? No one ever questions how a fatty loses weight. But y'all so concerned about our health, right? Y'all are worried. Y'all are concerned. Y'all need to know that we're okay. But you never ask how they lose weight. I've heard so many stories about people going to the doctor and they're like, and the doctor says, oh, you're doing such a great job. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, you know, I eat 16 raisins and three crackers a day. And the doctor's like, well, keep it up because you're losing weight. The doctor never mentions, you know, that's really unhealthy to lose weight that way. That's never mentioned. Always keep up the good work because you're losing weight. 
But if you're so concerned about our health, then you should also be concerned if we are losing weight in ways that are unhealthy. No. And when normal everyday people, the ones that care so much about people's health that they never met, those people, when they come up and like, oh, you look so good. What are you doing? And you say, oh, you know, I just eat cottage cheese all day. And then on Fridays, I eat a piece of chicken. They don't say, wow, that doesn't sound very healthy. What do they say? Oh, I'm going to have to try that. Really? Because just last week, you were so concerned about me getting high blood pressure and diabetes. But now that I'm dieting, in an unhealthy way, but I'm losing weight and I look smaller, way to go. I'm going to try that out. Bullshit. Y'all are lying. Just say you do not like fat people. Because if you're concerned about my health when I'm fat, you should also be concerned about my health when I'm losing weight. Fat people will have whole ass eating disorders and people will be like, oh, you're looking good. Yeah, she has an eating disorder. But you don't care about that, right? You just care that she's smaller. Fun fact, eating disorders are not healthy. But again, y'all do not care about our health. But when everybody's out there crash dieting and going on water diets and eating fucking saltines or whatever, nobody cares that that is unhealthy. Everybody's tuned in to weight loss shows where people are losing 27 pounds in three days. That is not healthy. Y'all are so concerned with fat people's health. Why are y'all so excited about this show when they're losing so much weight in such a fast period of time? It's because y'all aren't concerned about fat people's health, period. You just want to say something to a fatty about them being fat. And oh, if I say I'm concerned about their health, I won't look like an asshole. But guess what? We see right through it because you are an asshole. And if you just say, hey, I don't like fat people and I think you should lose weight, we can all go on about our days. But no, you want to lie and say, oh, I'm just worried about your health. No, you're not. There are people that are literally sick with a disease and they're getting smaller. And your question is, oh, what are you doing to lose weight? They're fucking sick. Like they're ill. They're not well. And all you're worried about is what diet they're on. Just stop lying about caring so much about fat people's health when you clearly don't you're on board for fat people losing weight in an unhealthy way so how do you then turn around and claim to care about their health you don't going on fat diets only drinking water limiting yourself to 26 calories a day is not healthy but y'all don't care about our health y'all just care about us not being fat so if y'all could stop lying that would be super great because it's annoying first of all there's no random stranger who doesn't know you that is just so concerned with your health. It just doesn't happen. Think about it. Think about how many people you see on a daily basis that is doing shit that is unhealthy because despite popular belief, being fat is not the only quote unhealthy thing that one could do. Cigarettes, for example, are real bad. Alcohol, real bad. Kills people every single day. Does anybody say, man, I'm really concerned for her health. She just smoked three cigarettes. No, nobody says it. But as soon as you see a fatty with a cheesecake, oh my gosh, you're going to get diabetes. Like, cut the shit. You don't like fats. Just say it. Because this whole I'm concerned with your health thing is not fooling anybody. 
especially when you're completely on board for fat people doing things that are unhealthy to get smaller. Like either you're concerned about our health or you're not. Because either way, if something is unhealthy, then you should be concerned, right? If everybody could just leave the fats alone, that would be fantastic. Make sure you email all of your plus size questions, comments, and or concerns into the show. I can't help you if you don't like send it into the show, you know? So the email is biggirlslay, the number five at gmail.com. That is where you send them and I will read them on the air and help you out to the best of my abilities. You could slide into a social media DM if you would like, you know, whatever floats your boat, but just get them in y'all. I watched a fall from grace. Now we all know that I love to hate watch Tyler Perry because it's just funny. If nothing else, it is entertaining. Now I think if y'all stop going to Tyler Perry, looking for fleshed out plot lines, sturdy wig budgets, Things that make sense, having your questions answered, a chronological timeline. If y'all stop looking for those things, you will have a great time watching Tyler Perry. It is entertaining. Now, I listen, there are benefits to hate watching Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry still gets the credit. So people are like, oh, there's, there's a demand for his stuff. You know, because he does employ black actors and he's doing good things in the community. So he gets his credit and I get to laugh. It's a win-win. I know that Tyler Perry is not going to do better until we stop hate watching and he actually listens to the critiques that he gets. So never. And I'm fine with that. A Fall From Grace is a typical Tyler Perry production. It starts off with some bad acting and some unrealistic events which we've all come to expect in the beginning the wig budget looked as though it was like intact it looked like he heard us and he was like i got y'all not the case the main male character had a terrible man wig on it was just so much what is that stuff? Baleen, the black stuff. It was so much around the sides and his box got nappier and nappier by the scene. Like what is going on with this box and why is it not like symmetrical to his head? Like I cannot listen to the words he's saying because this wig is irking my soul. So wig budget, I think it's safe to say that like it's never going to happen. He, he doesn't care. The wig is going to be bad. Men are going to have on wigs for no reason. And that's just what it is. So we're going into the movie. We're introduced to the black woman that is always suffering in a Tyler Perry movie. Um, she has been divorced. She went to her son's wedding and she found out that her ex-husband and his new wife, who is very much younger than her, are together, whatever, whatever. She's mad. Her best friend is like, girl, you need to get out there on the scene and start dating. She's like, whatever, child. So eventually she convinces her to you know get out there she tells her to go to some art gallery thing she goes to the art gallery she meets terrible wig he's flirting with her the next day he sends her things at her job 
she's like, oh, he's flirting with me, yay, kiki, he's younger, whatever, whatever. The first part of the movie drags like you wouldn't believe. And then in the middle, the part that you need to drag so you can get all the details, they just blow right through that shit and don't explain nothing. And then at the end of the movie, in the like last three minutes, they try to jam the explanation in there. Well, who is they? <laughs> you don't got no writer's room. Tyler tries to jam the explanation in there like, why is this going the way it is, sir? In the beginning, we're told every single detail that is not necessary for the plot. But then when we need every single detail, nothing. On the first date, he takes her to some diner. People are pretending to eat in the background. No cups have drink in them. Like, what's going on here? We can't slide these people some fake food. One extra is literally staring into the camera. And you can tell somebody offset was like, you know, pretend like you're eating. So he stops staring at the camera. And then two seconds later, it's staring right back at the camera. Like, can we move this extra if the camera's going to be right here? Because he is literally staring directly into it anyway he takes her on the first date they're eating chopping it up they eat till 2 a.m he's like oh well from what i can tell your ex was rich and i'm not rich and i'm concerned if i measure up to your ex-husband you're not rich but you driving around in that beans okay so you got a better car than her but you're not rich all right so bad wig sweeps older distressed black woman off her feet He's perfect. He does everything. They're soulmates. Great. They've known each other for three months. He proposes like a dummy. She says yes. There's this montage of her being so happy in her married life. And this is where you need at least one black woman writer in the room with you, sir. Black women do not take showers with no shower cap. Black women do not put their head under the faucet in a shower, especially when our hair is pressed out. We don't do that. Small details, they matter. Anyway, they've been married for all of three seconds. He immediately switches up. He's talking on the phone. Oh, <laughs> when he proposed, he took her to this place where apparently there's a lot of fireflies around to propose to her. Mind you, the fireflies are a Snapchat filter, literally. Just little Snapchat filter dots that are supposed to be fireflies. Like, really? This? And it's, I'm not mad that they weren't actual fireflies because, like, who has the time? But we could do better than this Snapchat filter firefly. Come on. What is this? Anyway, like I was saying, he immediately switches up. They've been married all of three minutes. Apparently, he's a smoker now, and he's got this attitude. She catches him talking on the phone to somebody talking about the Snapchat fireflies and if she liked it. She came down like, yo, who you talking to? He was like, oh, whatever, I'll call you tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets like this big-ass attitude like, I don't like being questioned and all this other shit. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I just missed you. And then they just go upstairs like, oh, you just going to turn into a whole asshole three seconds after the ink dried on the marriage certificate? Okay. So on like the third day of the marriage, she goes into work and she's fired because somebody has t- moved 300 some odd thousand dollars out of her accounts and they're like you're fired if you don't get the money back then you're going to be prosecuted blah 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 she's like i don't know what you're talking about blah 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 blah. confused about what's going on she also goes to the bank and they're like oh you are one month late on your mortgage you need to pay this and she's like mortgage i don't have no mortgage and they're like yeah you took um a loan out on your mortgage for three hundred thousand dollars so six hundred thousand dollars some odd is gone from her mortgage 
Somebody didn't put a mortgage out on the house and somebody didn't move some stuff around at her job, which caused her to get fired. She's distressed. Bad wig comes in like, oh, I was talking to some kids that had cancer about the Snapchat fireflies. Why are you so angry at me? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And that was the dumbest lie ever. Like, what? Why are you talking to kids at night? Anyway, it was dumb. She forgives him. She's like, oh, I got fired. He's like, what? And she's like, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So they call around, call around, call around, try to figure out what is actually going on. Eventually, she finds out that it was him who put the mortgage out on the house. My thing is, how after, like, it three days after y'all married, he can go put a mortgage on the house and you don't even have to be there? And she had footage of him taking out the mortgage on the house or the loan or whatever it was. Like, there's your footage right there. Take this to the police, say, look, I didn't do this loan, and that's it. Like, we could have stopped right there. She has the evidence that it was not her doing this. Yeah, it's your husband, but she got to be there. He signed her name. That's fraudulent. So she had the evidence right there, chose to do nothing with it. Um, She comes home one day, finds him having sex with some young chick, and she's like, is that your mama? Whew, I cackled at that part. But he was like, nah, my mama look better than that. So he kicks her out of her own room, continues to have sex with this random chick, comes downstairs and like, you should have joined us, ha, ha, ha. And then she lets him know that she knows that it was him who took the mortgage out on the house. She shows him the videotape and he's like, mm, whatever, you should be thanking me. I made your shitty life super great. So I don't know why you're not happy about it. So she gets annoyed with his monologue and his random new smoking habit, gets a bat, bashes him in the head, pushes him down the steps. So the way the movie is set up is distressed black woman is telling the story to her lawyer. So she's telling her the chain of events because initially distressed black woman wanted to plead guilty to murder because, you know, she hit him with the bat, pushed him down the steps, whatever, whatever. She has the worst lawyer to ever lawyer. Like the lawyer was questioning whether or not she wanted to be a lawyer because it's so hard and people lie and still like, ma'am, you are working as a public defender. What did you think you were going to be doing? If you don't want to do this, go to private practice and you can pick who you represent. Like I'm confused at this whole lawyer situation. Like, does she know what being a lawyer is and a public defender? No less. Like, come on, sis. So she's telling her the story. Her lawyer is like, oh, I think you're innocent. I've never seen a guilty person cry the way you did and blah, blah, blah. And I'm tired of being a shitty lawyer. I'm going to help this woman. So she goes about trying to help her. She is like the worst lawyer I have ever seen. They stumped her in court because they pulled out phone records. Girl, I'm not even a lawyer. If you watched two and a half Datelines, you know that they pulling them phone records, especially if you on trial for murder. So like, I'm confused that like just her lawyer was trash. She was terrible. It's like she looked up lawyer and was like, I'm going to do that and had no idea what lawyers do. Also on a side note, the courtroom looked so wild. Like go to conference room A at your job and that's what the courtroom looked like. Like what, what is, why? It looks like we're on set. I'm confused. Like it was standing room only, but it was, the courtroom was a very strange. Anyway, we come to find out 
that of course bad wig took everything from distressed wig lady but it it waits to like literally the last eight minutes to halfway answer questions like apparently he got her passwords for work because her laptop was up and she was taking and he bad wig was taking pictures of her so like anybody that works anywhere doesn't just have their laptop up and what was it a spreadsheet of all of her passwords and the time frame in which he stole three hundred thousand dollars from her job makes zero sense so he automatically moved that or he was moving them before y'all were married like the time frame feels impossible also if you were scamming somebody for money you're not just going up and move three hundred thousand dollars you're gonna move a little bit at a time over the years so you can get more money right that's what most people would do but this is a tyler perry movie so he moved all of that money from allegedly getting her passwords from one screen on her computer, which is highly unlikely. Likely, And it wasn't like he was peeking over her shoulder while she was working. The laptop was just sitting up open beside the bed. Who does that? Nobody. Especially when they're working from home. Like, it just wouldn't go down like that. But okay. And you zoomed in and got all of her passwords? Come on now. I don't even know all my passwords at work. Please. And you got it from one screen on her laptop? Mm, don't think so. So in the last seven, eight minutes, we find out everything in the plot twist and all that distressed black woman had a best friend that encouraged her to go out. You know, the lady was like, Oh, go do this. Go do that. Turns out bad wig is her son. So her best friend's son was scamming her to get her money. What makes no sense well, a lot of things don't make no, any sense, but there's no reason that her best friend would have scammed her out of this money. Like, why did you send your son to go steal money from your alleged best friend? If you have all these other old people in your basement that you were also stealing from, like why steal from her as well? It doesn't make any sense. I can see if she did something to her or like she just that greedy that she's going to steal from her too. It doesn't make sense. And then they are stealing this alleged fortune from these old people to live this regular ass life. Like where's all the money going to his Mercedes? Like I'm confused what y'all are scamming old people for. If y'all like y'all got this regular ass life, like y'all don't have no nice house. The mama driving a Ford Windstar, like, y'all doing all this scamming to live a mediocre existence? I feel like, what? Make it make sense. Turns out the son wasn't actually dead when she beat him over the head and pushed him down the steps. I guess he was faking his death till she went away. I, that part was weird, too. Like, okay, what? Like, did you know she was going to beat you with a bat? Why would you act like you're dead? Maybe she knocked him out. I don't know. It was weird. Another unnecessary part, in my opinion, is our icon, Cicely Tyson, shuffling around in the background of this movie. Sir, we're going to have to do better than this. So the original scam was kidnapping old people and getting their SSI checks. And I guess it transformed into scamming older women who were vulnerable. I mean... Again, not very fleshed out plot line, but it turned into that. And my thing is, you have like 30 to 40 old people 
chained up in your basement collecting their SSI. Nobody is looking for Mima. It's not a single person like, hey, where'd grandma go? Nobody cares, like none. And apparently Cicely Tyson's character lived down the street somewhere. So ain't nobody looking for her either. Like I find it difficult to believe that nobody is looking for these old people. The whole thing was a mess as we expected it to be. There was some very poor acting in parts of the movie. Of course, Tyler wrote himself a role as the, the angry, unnecessarily mean lawyer, supervisor guy. Um, there was a plus size dark skinned girl who did her thing. I did appreciate that. Shout out to Tyler for that. But overall, it was just a mess. And like there he's People are bragging like, oh, we shot this in five days. Like, that is not a flex. It looks like you shot it in five days. I can see if you shot it in five days and that should look like Avatar or something, but it doesn't. It looks like you shot it in five days. Like, stop. That's not a flex. Stop saying that. And he left it open for a part two, which he's probably going to get because we're watching it and laughing, which again, I'm not mad at. I mean, this is what it is. I just, I want it to be better. Like, it could be so much better. Could you imagine if he had a writer's room and somebody was like, hey, maybe we should explain how he was able to move $300,000 and they've only been married for two and a half hours. Maybe we should explain how we got all of her passwords from one screenshot on the computer. I don't work at a bank and I have like 16 passwords. So Lord knows how many passwords and double verifications that someone who works at a bank has like someone with access to $300,000 and you tell me he got all of the passwords from a screenshot on the computer. Come on. No, if we just had people to explain it, it would be worlds better. Just explain to me how the original scam was kidnapping old people and taking their SSI to here's older women and we're going to take them. Like, it's just all over the place. It seems like a part two is in the mix. Um, I'm going to watch it because, again, it's funny. But I just don't, I don't understand why he doesn't take the critiques seriously like we've been talking about these wigs for years and they are still garbage why do you have these men in these wigs it is not necessary if you are going for a look then hire someone with that look don't hire somebody else and try to make them fit whatever look you see for this person that hair looks dumb and until he seriously takes his into consideration the critiques that he gets, he's not going to change. And as long as we keep hate watching, he has no reason to change. It's all very funny to me. I think it could be significantly better with like just minor tweaks, but who am I? Anyway, um, it was wild. It was not explained very well. It was put together in five days. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. You will have a great time because it's funny. Like outside of how bad it is it's really funny well it being bad is the funny part anyway go watch it tell me what you think shout out 
A message of congratulation, support, or appreciation. A very special happy birthday shout out to my first lady, Michelle Obama. Shout out to Serena Williams out here winning as usual. What is it? Three, four decades now. She's been collecting trophies. Greatest of all time, period. Shout out to Insecure. It comes back April 12th. I cannot wait. Well, guys, we have made it to the end. Please, please, please tweet me your thoughts on a fall from grace at Big Girl Slay. I need to know if I'm the only one that's like, what is happening? Very important that you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Big Girl Slay. Like the page on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, rate me five whole golden stars in Apple Podcasts. That's super important. Also leave a review so we can like spread the word, if you will. Go ahead and check out patreon.com slash big girl slay as well. If you would like to monetarily donate to Big Girl Slay, you can donate as little as four quarters a month. So go ahead and check that out. Let's see. Um oh people feel a way about Ivy Park not offering plus size. Um, I guess I'm used to things not being available in plus size. I don't know. It, I think Ivy Park is supposed to be workout clothes. It is strange that you make workout clothes, but don't offer them to plus size people who you tell to get in the gym constantly. But a lot of that stuff didn't look like workout clothes. And I don't know. Like, I'm not pressed. It happens all the time. Fat people don't get nothing. But I wouldn't work out in that stuff. And honestly, like, some of it is cute. And some of it is just like, I don't know where I would wear that to. So, I mean, maybe next time? I don't know. I wouldn't be too pressed about it if I were you. Anyway, that is all I got, I believe. Meet me here next week. Same time, same channel. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to check out the show. Um, new episode next week. Meet me on Twitter. Tell me your thoughts about Tyler and his foolishness. Um, as always, stay fabulous. Watch out for the big girl. 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 Watch out for the big girl.